it's Samantha. And Maria. And we're the Clarity Co. Here to help the driven build their dreams. This podcast will help you gain clarity in your business, show up authentically, and scale with confidence. Our community exists to support you holistically. Because you're more than just a brand. You're a whole person. Here to make an impact on the world. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Clarity Co. podcast. We have an incredible guest with us today, one of my dearest biz besties named Taylor Thompson, and I am so excited to share her brilliance with you guys. Um, I have been thinking about having her on the podcast for so long, and I'm like, okay, I think quarter four prepping for, you know, the new year is going to be the perfect time to talk to Taylor. Um, So Taylor specifically works with high performers. She calls herself a high performer consultant and she works with entrepreneurs and high performers. So it's not just people in business, people in jobs, people in, um, you know, the corporate setting, anyone who is, is really a go-getter and ready to move the needle, move to the next level. Um, She doesn't work with people who dip a toe in and run away, right? (laughs) Right. We, we know we don't, we don't love that around here. So um, she's with the people who are getting shit done. Um, Taylor doesn't cuss though. So that will be my last cuss word for this podcast today. But <laughs> it doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> it doesn't bother her, but it's like an alignment thing. It doesn't align with her. So she doesn't talk about it or she doesn't talk yeah. about it. Right. Um, and then her, her biz bestie, Megan, is like F this, F that all the time. So it's so funny. Um, And just like a little backstory, I just came back from a retreat with Taylor and Megan. They run a business called Hey Biz Besties. And oh my gosh, you guys, I just have nothing but incredible things to say about this retreat. I knew it was going to be great. But there were a few things I was worried about. If you guys know me in in like my personal life, you know, I like, I need a lot of help. (laughs) I am a person who, who I, I can be very self-sufficient, but like, especially over the last year having Chaz home, like, I'm just like, oh, I can't open this or, oh, I need help with this or that. Right. And I literally have a constant assistant in my life. Like Maria, did you see while, while, um, we were talking chat? Oh, I didn't have my camera on, but Chaz brought in my two drinks that I have here. He will be bringing me my breakfast soon. And I also texted him that I need a Q-tip. So, you know, it's just, (laughs) I will say that after like a year straight of weekly meetings with Sam, I always know, like we meet, we always meet around the same time. And she's like, Oh, just a second. Chaz is bringing me my breakfast. Hold on. Hold on. Chaz is. I'm like, can I get a Chaz, please? And so Chaz, before I left for the retreat, he was like, I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to need a lot of help. And that's going to be awkward to have to ask for help. Of course, I did have to ask for help. Um, I was too weak for the 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 shower. Now I was too. (laughs) So I go and get Taylor. I have to put my pajamas back on, go get Taylor. And I'm like, Taylor, I can't get the shower to turn on. It was like this older, um, the the house was beautiful. The house was great. Um, But there was one shower in the house that had this like weird older uh, faucet system. And it was like super hard to turn. And I, for some reason, my hands were hurting really bad. Like I was having a a flare up in my hands. And so I was like, so embarrassed. And I'm I'm like, I've got to go get Taylor and tell her Taylor couldn't do it. So we got Brianna. (laughs) And then like every day I needed help turning on this stupid shower. And so I was just like, oh, thank God they're willing to help me. And then it was so nice because they had two assistants at this retreat and they were just constantly asking me what they could help me with, what they could get me. And I was like, are you sure? Like I have resigned myself to the fact that I have to be self-sufficient this week. But I truly did not. I truly did not. There was even a night where I wasn't feeling well and my roommate ran me a bath. Like you guys, this was the best retreat of my life and I will definitely be going back. So I have a, you know, definitely, I, I definitely recommend attending a Hey Biz Besties retreat. I thought about putting on retreats for myself, but I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't think I could do better than this. Well, thank you. I will always just recommend Hey Biz Besties. Um, you know, maybe someday I'll be a speaker at Hey Biz Besties or something, and that will be my my contribution to the retreat world. 
But other than that, I will be going on a Hey Biz Besties retreat every year. If you're looking for a retreat, they do them in the spring and the fall every year. And this year you're going to Costa Rica and back to Scottsdale, Sedona. Yes. Yep. Yes. That, well, this that sounds amazing. I think yes. maybe we need to have Taylor back on and just talk about business retreats and why they're so important for your biz. Actually, that could be great. You know, maybe we should have Megan and Taylor together and talk oh, about yes. it. Yes. yes. Love I it. was actually telling Megan yesterday, Taylor, that you guys need to make like a guide or a like little mini course that I can give. <laughs> oh, we already planned it. We're going to do a workshop, a live yeah, workshop for everybody. She messaged me yesterday. There you go. It was probably because Sam of said. that conversation. <laughs> I was like, Hey, yeah. I need, I need to be able to tell people about this because they're asking me and I'm like, well, Megan and Taylor, but I don't want you to just give it away for free. You know, we don't do the yeah. pick the brain thing. Um, yeah. so I'm like, Hey, can you like charge, you know, 50 bucks or whatever for this workshop or course and I can just send it to people because people need it. They need to know. And I do, but I do think before you ever run a retreat yourself, you definitely need to attend a couple because you need to experience it for yourself first. I, I love the idea of retreats, but I don't, I don't think running them are, is for everyone. Um, cause I always thought that I would do them, but I don't know anymore. I think it's, it's a lot of work and I'm, I don't know that I can be the greatest hostess. Um, a lot of work. I'm sure. I mean, just putting on an event, putting on an event is a lot of work. I can't imagine putting on like multiple days. Yeah. And so I don't know, maybe, maybe someday, but, um, you know, for now I'm, I'm with Havis besties. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to kind of fill you guys in on that real quick. I had the, the time of my life and, um, it was so relaxing, great learning, all the things. So Taylor does that. She also is writing a book that is going to be out when Taylor fall of next year fall of next year. So about a year out. And then she also has a podcast that I've been on. So I know that I've shared that before. Um, but you're changing the name of the podcast, right? Yes. Yes. Maybe hearing it here first, depending on when this airs, but it is going to be the high performer podcast, the high performer podcast. Yes. And so your new season launches when November 1st, November 1st. Okay. This is going to come out right before November 1st, like the 20th. So perfect. You guys go follow Taylor. You can follow, you can follow her at Hey Taylor Thompson, right? No underscores or anything. Right. Yes. But you're definitely going to want to follow her after this episode. But the reason we want to talk to Taylor today is because we want to talk a little bit about high performer hacks and optimization in your business. We want to really get on this train of getting the most bang for your buck, getting the most out of your time, working smarter, not harder, right? And Taylor is, I told her this at the retreat because I don't think I'd ever told you this, but she is the one of the people that I trust the most in this whole world. I see Taylor as one of the smartest, most trustworthy people that is going to do all the research and she is going to know her shit before she talks. Right. And so (laughs) this is how I see Taylor. And I told her this at our retreat and she was like, really? And I was like, yes, absolutely. I don't always want to believe everything you tell me because sometimes there are some crazy like numbers and statistics. And I'm like, but you know what? I fully believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I know you did the research and I'm not willing to. So I, I, I believe you. So Taylor has spent so much of her life, uh, you know, really working on the behind the scenes of how she can get the most out of her life and her business. And I completely respect her for that because I'm on that same train of, you know, work smarter, not harder. Why are we working 40 hours a week when we can make the same amount of money or more working five or 10? Like, Yes. So it's just, you know, I, I want to bring this to you guys so badly. I want you to live this life. And actually today, not, not by the time this airs, but today actually marks one year that we have been with Nona, the nomad. So our RV Nona today is our anniversary. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. And it really marks like such a big milestone for us. And I'm still, and I think it's a constant journey, right? Like learning more and more about all of the the types of hacks that we can do in our life. But I want to share Taylor's like biggest tips with you for hacking your time and your, and some biohacks for optimizing your life and your business. So Taylor, I want to give you the floor for, you know, you can 
maybe like expand on anything I didn't say about you. Um, and then go ahead and just start kicking it off with some tips for us. Yeah, for sure. So to start off, I'll kind of give a definition of high performance in, you know, a more official capacity. What it really is, is it's success, um, over the long term without compromising health relationships or quality of life. And that's really what I believe and help people with, because I think most everybody listening, including both of you, you know, Maria, I'm not for sure for you and your backstory, but you know, burnout is so it's so normalized. It's so common. Mm -hmm. And so we do that, you know, in pursuit of this version of success, you know, whether it's aligned or unaligned. And I really specialize in alignment. That's one of the first things that I always talk with my people about is making sure that whatever you're working towards is in alignment, because I think we've all been there when you're working towards something and it doesn't feel right. You're going to have all this extra resistance come up to, or worse, you spend years working to achieve something and you get there and you're like, I don't recognize myself. I don't recognize where I am. This isn't what I wanted. This is what somebody else told me I should be doing. This was somebody else's dream on Instagram that I just took as my own and didn't reflect and see if it's actually something that I wanted. And so we get into all of these, you know, we fall into these buckets essentially and an alignment is really the first step out. So if anybody's listening and they see their self there, alignment, always checking in and reflecting because that was something that um, trying to get myself out, you know, I've been in the personal development industry personally and professionally, um, but personally in it since I was about 15. And mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that I always skipped over, which is like one of the most important personal, like personal development exercises is reflection. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm in Enneagram three. I know we'll probably talk about Enneagram on here. Cause I talk about it a lot too. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, I wouldn't do anything that didn't seem productive. And to me, reflection, it's like, you know, I would set the new year goals, but I wouldn't do like the new year reflection and like reflecting on the last quarter or the last year, anything like that, because to me, it wasn't productive. And so I did this for years and was just like, kept moving forward and was like, oh, I haven't hit it yet. Or like, I haven't gotten to where I want to get and burnt myself out, developed an autoimmune disease, the whole, <laughs> the whole shebang. And when I was, you know, I was bedridden for like four months, not a hundred percent, but man, it was, I know Sam, we've talked about this too. Like yeah. it was bad, you know, difficult to even work on my computer. So I had a lot of time. Um, this was a few years ago over a fall. I had a lot of time to do some reflection and really just reflecting like nothing that I was working towards was anything that I wanted. So really like I said, first step is just alignment. Anything that we talk about in this conversation, anything that you do, just always checking in. Is that something that you want? And I know, uh, so at the time of this recording, it would be maybe four or five episodes back for the Clarity Co podcast, but I know you guys just talked about pivoting mm -hmm. and that's, you know, something huge in alignment too. Like if it's not in alignment, yep. pivot, <laughs> definitely yep. do it. Um, it's okay. As long as you know, that's, what's in alignment. And so, after you really have found what it is that you're wanting to work towards, what it is that you want your business to be, then optimization. Mm -hmm. It's really just optimization from there. And yeah, business strategy is important in that. That's a huge chunk, but also like more of the human optimization too, which is a lot of what I talk about and what we'll kind of talk about today too. So time and energy are big pieces, pieces of that. I usually say there's five main performance indicators for a human. And the first is clarity and alignment. So always making sure clarity and alignment. And next is mindset. Mindset mm -hmm. is something that can either be our weakness or our greatest superpower in what we're trying to achieve. Then we've got time. Same thing. It can be our greatest weakness or our greatest superpower energy. Mm -hmm. Same thing, weakness or superpower. And lastly is relationships slash support. If you want to group support into that. Um, and so those are the five biggest things that I usually see hold entrepreneurs or high performers back. 
And, you know, I don't know what I'm working towards. I don't believe that I can do it. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough support or not surrounded by the right people and really working towards just flipping the script on that. And how can all of those things work for you? So, and yeah, today we can focus on time and biohacking, which essentially is energy too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. So what would you say is your number one hack for time and how did you get there? Like, how did you get to a place where you're like, I need this. I'm ready for this. Yes. I think that, gosh, I don't know if there's a specific time in relation to, in relation to time management, productivity, all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. other than kind of when I was in that reflection period, it was kind of like forced to reflect, um, just getting super, super clear on where I actually wanted my time to go. So I guess actually to back up there, probably there kind of has been a time, um, or like a couple year period where I almost lost like five of the closest people to me. Yes. And in like seven different instances, <laughs> five yeah. people, there's like seven phone calls that I got that was just like heart wrenching. Everybody is okay. It's all good. Everybody's happy, healthy, everything. But just like those gut wrenching calls that you hope you never get. And I still like have some trauma around answering phones. I keep my phone yeah. on do not disturb. Um, but really kind of mortality motivation for me and really understanding that, you know, it, it's hard, but we do have limited time in this life on this earth. Like time is limited and that can be a very beautiful thing too. Right. If we can use it to our advantage and we can really understand that we can spend time however we want. And so yeah. the, the biggest, biggest time hack, and I know this is very popular for people to say, but a lot of people skip over it is just really understanding how you want to be spending your time. Mm-hmm. And really what matters most to you because, and just, and getting as, as clear on that as possible, like actualizing it as much as possible. You know, if you're like, I want to spend more time connecting. Awesome. Mm-hmm. What does connecting look like? Because connecting can be, I want to attend networking events. I love being with big groups of people, right? Connecting can be, I love one-on-one. So I know that I want more one-on-one time with my close loved ones or whatever that is. Um, so the biggest one most people skip over is just getting so incredibly clear on how you want to be spending your time. And really the next step after that is designing your calendar like from scratch. So one of the exercises that I talk about a lot is I use Google calendar for everything and I have a like I it's marked ideal calendar. So it's a separate calendar that you can check on and off and literally every minute is filled. That does not mean that every minute is filled with busyness or something necessarily productive. I have blocks that just say white space in there and that's just kind of like free time, you know, but making sure that everything is in there, starting with the things that matter most to you. For me, that is time for myself slash taking care of my health mm-hmm. and time with my husband and business money-making activities, making sure that those three go in there first and then everything else can kind of fall. I think too, like you, you mentioned about health. I don't think we should wait until we're all the way burnt out or we're all the way unhealthy or in a flare like you and I were Taylor before you make this change. Like if you're listening to this podcast right now and you want to make these changes in your life, like don't what we did, don't let all the chips fall and everything come crumbling down before you make the change because you have the resources right here in front of you. You don't have to figure it out after the fact like we did. And I just really, really want you to think about that. Let that sink in because you don't want it to be too late. Yeah. If we're talking about productivity, you know, if you're listening and you're somebody that's like, I do want to make the most of my time and the most of my life, trust me, 
it takes longer to heal your body than to just do the self-care right now. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam and I have these conversations all the time. I mean, I'm just now getting my energy back from being bedridden. I think it was 2018 or 19. Like I'm just starting to feel like myself again. And I didn't start right away doing all the things that I <laughs> would like to have done, but you know, it just takes so much longer to bounce back to heal than it does to prevent. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to really drive this home. Like time is the only thing you're never going to get back. Yeah. It's the only thing that is a non-renewable resource. So thankfully a lot of times we can renew our health. Don't let it get that far, but (laughs) we can renew it. You know, we can always make more money, right? But our time is something that we're never going to get back. And so making sure, and we just talked about this. We had a podcast about ideal schedules where, you know, you have this, a lot of us have this, oh, well, someday I'll get there. Someday I'll do a CEO day for myself. Someday I'll take Fridays off. Someday I'll only work three days a week, right? Well, why not start working toward it now and start with a half day of CEO day and then then move into maybe you take Friday afternoons off, right? Or, you know, start working toward it. It doesn't have to be a someday thing, but you can take these little baby steps one thing at a time. Just like Taylor said, she didn't always do everything she does today. It started with one thing and then it was a domino effect from there. So I just really want to like make sure that everyone realizes you can make more money. Like right now, a lot of our life is about, uh, my, my girlfriend and I were talking the other day and she was like, you definitely have made a million dollars by now. And I was like, actually, no, thank you. But I haven't. (laughs) That's very sweet of you, but it's, it's about half of that, but, but thank you. (laughs) And she's like, well, still, that's like really awesome. And I was like, it is. And I was like, and guess what? Now I don't want to make a lot of money anymore because I figured out that I don't need to. And to me, time is so much more valuable than money that a lot of which I don't get to keep, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you really need to, to look at your schedule and look at your life and think about what are these things that really mean a lot to you or what are the things you wish you could change and just start working toward them in these little baby steps. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And that's yeah. Baby steps because we can't just snap our fingers and we can make it happen tomorrow, but just working towards it. And, and that looks a little bit different to everybody, which is totally cool too. Um, but designing your ideal calendar is how you design your time. And that's how you spend your time on the things that you want to be spending it on. Mm -hmm. And the white space thing like that, that is such a huge thing. We actually have a podcast slated for white space at the end of the year, because I think it's so important to schedule in white space and just kind of like, I'm the type of girl who like, I have to get to the airport early and I have to do an early flight. I cannot do a midday flight because I'll be anxious all day. I need the white space. I need the space to be like, I don't have anything to do right now except for this, like just rest or just, just do what I want to do. Nothing's looming over me, you know, um, cause I, I tend to be like anxious about things that are coming up, but when you can schedule in white space like that, it totally changes the game. Which is funny because for me, when I have white space, I'm like, uh, I need to be doing something. Cause like, this that's is, how I used to be. I'm, I, I am forgetting to do something. I can't, there can't possibly be nothing for me to do right now. Like it makes me a little nutty. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. That was like, that was me getting the white space was so like uncomfortable. It was like, so vulnerable. And I think, was it last year? Yeah. I think it was the summer of 2021 when it was, I was just getting hit in the face with resistance towards things. Uh, And like, I mean, Sam was kind of, I think Sam was like with me during this period too. And mm -hmm. I just like completely burnt down my business. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm into like, yeah, Enneagram, astrology, human design, like whatever. Mm-hmm. I love just getting guidance from different places and it's really just reflection and stuff. And I was just 
getting, I had like a week straight where I was getting all of these messages from like God universe of like the same thing. And it was to like step back. And it was like, it took me a while to just allow myself. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. It was so uncomfortable. I basically took the summer off other than just like, I kept a couple clients that like clients going but I took the summer off and I took a lot of time off of social media. And I've kind of been even doing that the last couple months. And now I'm like, I kind of don't want to go back. It was like really nice. Now I'm like addicted to just like peace, silence, white mm-hmm. space, the whole thing. Um, because I've, I've realized, and this is also different for everybody, but I've realized for me specifically, I show up better. I create better and I'm more present when I have a lot more white space in my calendar. And that has been so such a weird shift. Like me six years ago would not even recognize me today. Um, but I guess, you know, that's part of growth and stuff too. Yeah. But yeah, white space has been huge. And that looks, again, that looks different to everybody. That's, you know, this is also an energy hack, essentially white space. And that just might be in play. You know, maybe it's not do nothing, but maybe it's play and just finding your creative self again, because when we can do some of these things strategically outside of our business, they help grow our business because we show up Mm -hmm. as a more wholesome and (laughs) well-rounded, yeah, rested, you know, creative, whatever, insert whatever word we show up better in our business that way. And so I guess that's kind of a little bit of a biohack in and of itself is just finding what needs to, what do you need to do outside of your business? That's going to make you the best CEO for your business. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Your favorite. Okay. So we've talked about how Taylor is really into biohacking. What is biohacking Taylor? Yeah. Essentially what it is. I mean, it's biohacking. Like the term was developed by Dave Asprey, who he's kind of like the bulletproof coffee guy. Yeah. And, but essentially it's just biological hacking. Mm -hmm. So it's doing things biologically that help us in, um, more than just the eat well, move well, um, you know, yeah. Eat whole foods, like exercise, you know, 30 minutes a day, drink water, sleep seven hours a night, whatever. It's things that we can do outside of that to help increase our vitality and our longevity, which is something that I'm very, very interested in, especially being somebody who's super ambitious. I'm like, I want to be able to do this for a really, really long time. I don't, you know, I might feel differently when I'm 70, but I would love to work forever because I love what I do so much. So that's essentially what biohacking is. It's just little strategies that work with your unique biological makeup that help you just increase that vitality and longevity for yourself. So tell us about some of your favorite biohacks that you found. Yes. So it depends. You can yeah. tell them. Dep- you can tell them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one of them that I recently took up um, over the last few months is uh, uh, butthole sunning. <laughs> And your name is called perineum sunning. Yeah. <laughs> on this one time, maybe it was goop. Oh, probably. Sure they goop. Have. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. It's all. Maria, I haven't told you about this yet, but just wait. <laughs> yeah. So we did it at our retreat together, everybody. Um, mm-hmm. it is not a requirement for future retreats. So just saying, if you're thinking about coming to Haven's besties next year, <laughs> it's not a requirement to do it. It was just more of a, Hey, does anybody want to? And, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great bonding experience. Nobody saw anything. We like laid in a line. Um, and I, w- I will say there's, there's really no scientific research to back it other than people just feel energized after it it's kind of wild. Great. It really like, does. It really feels great. And you only do it for like what, 60, 90 seconds or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I had actually, they were doing it and they posted a story of their legs up in the air outside. And I think it was Megan that did it. And I was like, are we doing this? Like excited because I had heard about this actually as a joke from, if you guys watch or follow Chad from Chad goes deep, 
he's freaking hilarious but he's just he's a comedian him and his friend have a show on Netflix now and they have a podcast but they do this perineum stunning and like they'll intentionally like go over to their friends houses and say oh hey like it's time for me to do my perineum sunning like do you mind if I do it right now in your yard like they're they're punking people basically and it's so Mm -hmm. funny but they really do do this and so they're these like California surfer guys and so it sounds so like woo woo California you know but I Chaz and I have been like uh, we would totally do that we would try that obviously it has to be in like a contained space um you know I've done all kinds of wild things a couple more that Taylor's gonna mention too but you know it's it's for your health and it also like it it just feels like a warm hug (laughs) it's so nice and so you do have to have a private space it's not something I like have a space for at home and so I asked Megan I was like hey can we do that like as part of the retreat and she's like if you want to yeah and so they opened it up and we all did it and it wasn't weird everyone's like oh was that weird to do with other people I'm like no because we like laid in a line we couldn't see anything and we all like obviously weren't gonna look you know yeah we're adults. <laughs> right. So it was totally not weird. It was great. We did it every day of the retreat. 10 out of 10 recommend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's things like that. I mean, again, like I said, that one's not research backed yet because it's, it's so newer. New. Um, but yeah, biohacks, you know, they are very unique to each person. And I recommend I'll, I'll name a few more that I do, but I recommend at least where to start is just thinking about where do you feel like you're lacking energy or vitality in your life or your health. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's like you get constant headaches or you get that 3 PM slump Mm -hmm. or you just feel fatigued all the time, like whatever it might be and just starting to backtrack. So I know one of the biggest things for me is realizing how bombarded we are with toxic chemicals and yeah. how just like everywhere, even outside, like with other people, like in, you know, anytime you walk into a store, um, your home, all of that kind of stuff. And so my husband, and I really focus on regular detoxing just because in, you know, simple terms, we just have, we have way more chemicals than we did 50 years ago, even 10 years ago. And our bodies just aren't meant to handle that toxic load. And that's something that makes me feel super, super energized is focusing on, first of all, just limiting any toxic exposure that I have in just like products, all that kind of stuff. And then on top of that, just detoxing. So I do the sauna three times a week. Coffee enemas are really, really big one for me. Those help detox your liver, help your body produce more glutathione, which is something that we start um, once we hit the age of 30, our glutathione production, our natural glutathione production in our body starts decreasing until we die. And so um, that's something that helps keep that glutathione um, going. That's a really powerful antioxidant, anti-aging. And um, yeah, those are two big ones. Um, also just biohacking in the form of really taking a unique look at your diet too, because there's no one right diet for everybody. And I say diet, not in the let's like lose, lose let's go on a diet and lose weight, you know, diet in its definition is the, what are you consuming type of, yeah, exactly. So thinking about what your goals are, the foods that make you feel good, the foods that don't make you feel good more times than not, you know, this. And so just starting to tweak things there too. Um, cycle syncing. I do that as much as I can with my food, my movement, and even my business tasks. And really just thinking about what uh, phase I'm at, I'm in, in my menstrual cycle and tweaking things. You go, everything is not about being a hundred percent, but any little tweaks that you can do to make yourself feel better, more energized to show up, be present in your life and achieve the big business goals that you have. Any of those small tweaks is so much better than nothing. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that I do. I don't know. Those are some of the big, big ones. Um, the coffee enemas. Yes. Yep. Coffee Coffee enemas, huge. 
yeah, those are so good. I do like two or three of those a week. Um, and that's huge for energy. How, like, do you even find those or like, what, how does that work? (laughs) Yes. So those are, um, you can actually buy them pretty much anywhere. And I have like Aussie health co is like one company that I've used bought stuff from. Um, I think you can get stuff from like a Walgreens or CVS even too. I think they have like okay. enema kits, whatever. And, um, happy bum co is another one that I just got a kit from that like lays flat so I can travel with it, which I just recently started traveling with coffee enemas. And I just feel like so much better, um, when I do them, but it's, the first time is always the worst (laughs) and it's just like better after that. I get like, again, talking about like white space and creating like more peace in my life. I have like made it a full self-care ritual. I look forward to it. It takes anywhere from 35 to 60 minutes and I like lay on the bathroom floor and do it. I turn the light off. I've got a salt lamp nightlight mm-hmm. in there. So it's like very calming. I put a diffuser in, I do healing frequencies and I use that kind of as a time to meditate. And I just like leave feeling so mentally, emotionally, and physically refreshed. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to try it. You sold me. You sold me. <laughs> yeah. The first time I did it. So I'm not going to get into the whole, the whole clench thing, but it's a funny story. But, um, the first time I did it, like it wasn't going in and then not the tube, but the liquid was not coming down. And I was like, play by play texting my doctor the whole time. And I'm like, it's not working. It's not working. She's like, is it like dripping? And I was like, no, it's not even in the tube. Like it's not coming down the tube, whatever. She's like, is there a clog? I'm like, no. And so I just took like this big breath and it like emptied the whole bag. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's, it's not nearly as bad, you know, as you would think, but it did take me a long time to work up to it. Um, and then I started getting it done for myself. Um, I go to this incredible therapist in, um, in PB in San Diego. Her name is Rachel. If you guys want to try this stuff, Rachel is by far the best, most normal, like she normalizes the experience. It's not weird. Um, but she does colon hydrotherapy with coffee, uh, with coffee, I guess it's, it's an additive. Um, but she, if you need like someone to do it for you, cause like, it's just not something you do yourself. She also does electro, um, lymphatic therapy. So I go to her for my lymphatic too. Do you do anything for lymphatic Tay? Yes, I do. Um, actually there's three kind of things that I do for that. So I definitely dry brush every time before I get in the shower, um, mm-hmm. or be- before I get into the sauna that helps. That's just kind of manual. Oh yeah. I also, um, do assisted lymphatic therapy and that's one that's like an electric kind of like wand. It's yeah. Feels very nice. And mm-hmm. then another one I do is flow presso and that's a machine that you get in. So it's not a person and it's basically, I'm trying to think about what to compare it to. It's really hard to explain. Yeah. But it's like, you have these big, they put these things on like your abdomen, your legs and your arms. It's kind of like compression therapy in a way, but it's specific for your lymphatic points that just gets your body's lymphatic system going. Um, so obviously for anybody listening, like our lymphatic system is what, drains toxins and like detoxes, like all of the things. And so we don't have like our body doesn't naturally pump our lymphatic system. So we have to manually do that. So in olden times, people would do that by moving around just general, like exercise things that they do. Obviously we, you know, society doesn't exercise and move around as often as they did. You know, back then people used to walk all the time. Walking is really great way to get things pumping. Um, so now we have a lot of static lymphatic issues Mm -hmm. and getting that going, like that is like a huge, um, energy generator. And also I started because I travel so much. I noticed like when you get on planes, it's really hard on your lymphatic system. 
And so I started traveling with a jump rope and I'm not perfect at it, but I try and just like jump rope in the hotel room or hop outside the Airbnb and do just like a couple minutes of jump roping in the morning. And that just like gets things starting to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even, um, so my lymphatic therapist called it bouncing. So if you go on like your tippy toes and then you just kind of bounce off your heels, that can totally help stimulate your lymphatic system too. Yeah. And just as a society, we're overall a lot more sluggish. Some people's Mm -hmm. lymphatic systems work a lot better than others. Like I would say mine is like the lowest of the low and (laughs) every time I get lymphatic therapy, it's like I, my whole body just like decreases in size by like four inches. It's crazy. So, um, as far as, Oh, I had a question though, that lymphatic like pressure thing that you were talking about, where are you getting that done? I get it done here. Well, yeah, there's one place. And so I just live outside of St. Louis. There's a place in St. Louis that I go to. And also one of my friends, um, Shiloh, that was actually going to be at the retreat. Oh, Sadly, yes. she had to miss. Um, she bought one for her. Uh, she has like a wellness center here in our small little town. Oh, and cool. so she has one now, but you can flow presso with the name of it. And I think on their site, you can like type in your zip code and find one nearby. It Ooh. is so nice. That's another good, like mind body one. Um, a lot of times this is a little side note. A lot of times that I do mind body stuff outside of my business. I have so many ideas come in. So I always have like a notebook and a pen. Um, Oh, halo therapy, salt therapy. That's another one that I do often. Um, but I always take a notebook in flow. Presso is the only one that you can't write anything down because you're like, your arms are out and you can't like move anything. Um, so when I get out, I try and like write things down, but it's so good for calming the mind. Sometimes you fall asleep there's like a heating pad underneath you, but it's not a heating pad. It's a, um, it's like a biomat. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's infrared that, um, really helps with like your nervous system and any pain or inflammation you might have things like that. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. I want to try that one. I'm looking at the pictures now I've seen it before. It kind of looks like, um, like when you're hooked up to like a heart monitor or something like, oh yeah. Thing but, um, it's really cool looking. So I do think I want to try that, but, um, I want to move back into time hacks and productivity hacks. So I'm sure you have a couple more for us before we wrap up. Yes. So a couple more, just like very briefly, we can talk about, um, two is that you guys, I know talk a lot about in your podcast too, is getting super clear on the money-making tasks in your business. And also outsourcing because we talk about time. I mean, I, gosh, I don't know what episode it was. It was a recent one that you guys did. I don't know if it was in the planning one or the pivoting one. I think it was in the pivoting one where you were talking about, um, outsourcing and kind of, if you like some people, you know, are in the position where they don't need to pay themselves as more. And some people, you know, they might need to pay themselves, you know, less or more, whatever that it means. And, um, Outsourcing is something that for me has been worth it to bring Mm -hmm. down my, um, financial needs in my life to be able to outsource more than somebody else might. That's helped me a ton is I actually bring on, brought on an assistant. Um, this was earlier this year Mm -hmm. and she has been helping me with a ton of stuff and I lowered my pay to be able to have her more hours. And I know not everyone can do that, but being very realistic because, you know, we've talked about time is the one thing that you can't get back. And I've been able to increase my revenue because I have been able to give her more hours. So then I can spend more time on money-making activities. So in the end it has worked out and it's only been increasing, but I know a lot of entrepreneurs are in a space where they're like, I can't outsource. I don't have enough money to outsource all the things even if it is a little bit of time, that is truly how you multiply your time and can multiply your results and getting your time back is if you're spending 60 hours a week working in your business, that's a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a lot. So getting clear on the money makers is going to help you even decrease the things that you're doing in your business, hopefully bringing that down to like 30 or 40 hours a week and getting somebody to, um, you know, bringing somebody on outsourcing to some different things is 
just so huge. Even if you have to pay yourself less, it's worth it because you are getting that time back and energy, you know, because the less you work, probably the more energy that you're going to have. Um, another, a tough love time strategy that not everybody loves is time on your phone. And this, this again, goes back to alignment. So finding what truly brings you joy. Um, but an exercise that I've had a lot of people do in some of my workshops, or when I speak about time is going into your phone, into your settings and seeing how much time per week you spend on different apps. Mm-hmm. It hurts. No, <laughs> I'm just going to be like honest. This. I don't like this at all. <laughs> Ending the podcast now. I get, I get the um, alerts every Sunday that it says like, oh, you spent 25% more or 10% less time on your phone for a total of, and you guys, I'm going to tell you the truth. Mine is an average of nine hours a day that I spend on my phone. Yeah, I know it's bad. Well, I don't have kids. But I feel great about myself. I'm fine. I'm good. (laughs) Maria's is probably like three hours compared to mine (laughs) because I probably watch at least an hour of TikToks a day. It does bring me joy. Um, I do spend a lot of time on Instagram, um, but I think, and I'm not someone who watches really TV or anything like that. I definitely wouldn't watch that on my phone. Um, So it's mostly like connecting is what I do a lot on my phone. So I'm not as self-conscious as I used to be about the number of hours, but there is a lot of time on my phone. That's just kind of like white space time that I'm, I'm bored. So Mm -hmm. I'm just scrolling or doing whatever. Right. And it's not with a purpose. So I think that is something that I personally want to get better at. And I think probably a lot of us could relate where it's like, how much time are you just using your phone as a vice? Like you're just hopping on because it's there and you could be doing something more productive. And if you, if you really mapped out your time on your phone to be a little bit more strict with it and say, I hop on my phone from, you know, seven to nine in the morning, do all my posts, catch up on all my Voxers. I take a break from 10 to 12. I hop on again at lunch. This is my ideal strategy. Um, I hop on again at lunch, pop into my Voxers, you know, check, check in on social, whatever. And then I take a break in the afternoon, hop on again before the end of the day kind of thing. That Those are the boundaries I'm trying to create for myself. Um, like I said, that that doesn't quite fit the nine hour reality of the time I spend on my phone. But I think that that, that is a great, um, a great hack because I've never done the tool where you can kick yourself off of apps that Taylor's talking about. But do you do it, Taylor? Do you use that? I used to, to help break myself of just like hopping in and every time it would like alert me, that's like, it would lock me out for the day. It's like, wait, I still needed to do stuff. Right. But I realized I'm like, oh, but I spent all that time like scrolling and I could have done the engaging then, or I could have responded to DMs then. And so it started becoming a reminder for me. I don't anymore. Um, but yeah, the phone thing, I mean, is huge because also we think about there's so much productivity, you know, again, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of you do not have to be productive all the time. I know you guys say it in your episodes too, like busy is not always productive and I'm a huge proponent of that too. It's not the same thing, right? but utilizing the in-between space. So Mm -hmm. things like if you have a 1 PM meeting, and somebody emails you, Hey, I'll be there in five to 10 minutes. Sorry, I'm running late. Mm-hmm. What do you do with those five to 10 minutes? Probably get out your phone and start scrolling. Yeah. That's probably 95% of humans. That's what they're going to do. So thinking about t- times like that, or you're in line at the grocery store and it's really long. What are you going to do? Probably get out your phone. Like all of those in between times that we have throughout the day that could go to something productive or just finding more peace too. I know for me, like a huge peace thing is I go, anytime I run errands, I have my headphones and I play healing frequencies because I just like don't want to pick up that. I, I, I do not want to wear headphones in public because I have this fear that people are going to think a certain way about me. Oh, oh, I just don't even care. (laughs) See, I want to not care. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. My peace is like, I've learned to love my peace Activity. and I just don't want to like pick up on other people's negative energy, especially yeah. running errands. Like people are out there, they're mad, they're in a hurry, whatever. I'm like, I yeah. want to try and make this the best experience that I can. I don't like running errands, but, um, yeah, just like any of those in-between times and anybody that's listening most likely uses a project management system, like Asana or ClickUp or something like that. Yeah. Also go in, you know, if you're long line at the grocery store, hop into ClickUp and just see, Hey, what tasks do I have over the next couple of days that can take me like less than five minutes? Oh, I need to make that call. Oh, I need to shoot somebody this voice DM, whatever that is. Um, a lot of times in those white, those in-between spaces, we can find some productivity if we want to, again, you do not have to, do not feel pressured to, but the phone's and the in-between time are huge. That's going to help you save more time over the long term. Right. Oh my goodness. This has been so good. And we didn't even get to talk Enneagram. I feel like we could talk for hours and hours. Taylor, you know, we should probably have another podcast where we just talk about Enneagram stuff. Um, And I'm having an identity crisis right now. I was literally texting Courtney last night. I'm like, I was fully convinced yesterday, Taylor, that I was what you think I am. And then I was like, wait a minute, but am I just the two that's stuck in the high and the low rather than living as a two? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't decide. I don't know. Cause then I talked myself out of it completely. And I'm like, ah, so I'm in the middle of an Enneagram identity crisis. We can talk about that another time. But I want to thank you so much, Taylor, for spending the time with us this morning. I told her it was going to only be 30 minutes. Well, guess what? It's been an hour. (laughs) I went by so fast. We didn't even get to talk about everything we wanted to, but I, um, I want to respect your time. I want to respect our listeners time and just make sure that, um, we can, we can get through it as quickly as possible, but still so much to talk about. If you guys have not followed Taylor already, I absolutely recommend it. She's got fire content and, um, you're definitely going to want to check out some new things that she's launching. Tay, do you want to tease any, anything else that you're launching? Sure. So definitely by the time this comes out, I'm launching a whole new lead magnet based off of what people are interested in, just like a freebie. Um, that's the optimization one pagers. There's a high performance version. That's more for your life. And then there's a business version. It's a piece of paper that you can go through some exercises once a week and helps you just better optimize for the next week. It, it's really great reflection tool too. doesn't take very long. Um, those are coming out. Yeah. We'll be out by this uh, episode. Also, I'm doing a high performance essentials course for people who want to dip their toe into high performance to really start better optimizing those five superpowers that I talked about, um, clarity, mind, time, energy, and relationships. I'm mm-hmm. doing, um, there's lessons on each of those that help you really shift those to be more in alignment and also just better optimized. So those are the biggest things. Also, I have a Um, launching a mastermind in November called the limitless mastermind. Also, if you're listening to this episode live, I have not announced it yet. So you're hearing about it first. Um, And that's a high performance mastermind for six and seven figure entrepreneurs who have the business strategy, but they want more of the human optimization, leadership, building wealth, time management, energy management, all that good stuff. Well, shoot. That sounds like awesome right up my alley. (laughs) So I want to thank you again so much for spending time with us again this morning, Taylor. Um, following Taylor, it's at Hey Taylor Thompson, and we will catch you catch up with you again. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. That sounds amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We will talk to you guys later. Again, if you are not subscribed, make sure you subscribe and give us a quick little rating today. If you've got some time, we would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions, feel free to jump into Taylor's DMs, into our DMs. We can't wait to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Bye guys. Bye.